Well, hello, everybody. My microphone is not in the right spot. Let's see if that's going to hold. <laughs> I still haven't gotten everything set up properly. It's annoying the hell out of me. But, oh, I don't think that you guys particularly, uh, I mean, like, when it, what and when is this and who is this talking? Today is Thursday, August 20th. 2015 this is getting geeky and i am your hostess miranda janelle oh i wasn't even sure i was gonna go on today it's 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 been a tough one um you know i i woke up with a pretty bad headache it, it actually started last night um and uh i was i i was hoping taking some painkillers before going to bed was gonna do the trick but no no it did not I woke up with a nasty headache, and on top of that, my neck was crazy stiff. My back was aching like crazy. And I've I've mentioned I'm having this issue with my legs. I think it has to do with me cutting off circulation, or maybe it's how I'm sleeping. But, uh, but I keep getting this shooting pain in my leg, and the muscles are all tight, and I know it's just a matter of time uh, before I get it properly stretched out and everything. I tried getting a massage earlier in the week, and uh, and uh, that didn't help. That didn't help too much, um, you know. So, if uh, if with continued exercise, uh, the problem does not go away on its own, I guess I'll go to the doctor and get it checked out, but. But then again, you know, I'm in pretty decent shape. You know, I could be in a lot better shape. Uh, but uh, with with that said, I don't think it's anything serious. It's it's just a heck of a lot of cramping, and 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 I'm even thinking maybe it's uh, I ran out of my multivitamin before the move, and uh, oh my gosh, it's been almost a month. Oh wow. I can't believe that. And hey, my uh, open enrollment for benefits at work is uh, is due tomorrow. Oh crap! I got a lot. I, I I've got a lot I need to do. But uh, just but just before the move, I ran out of my uh, multivitamin, and 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 things have been so hectic. Um, so may, maybe uh, there's a particular nutrient that I'm I'm uh, not getting. Uh, either you know in my diet or from uh the multivitamin i don't know but i i have since started a new <laughs> shut up kitty <laughs> don't make me laugh when i'm doing my thing <laughs> i just saw a message flash by hashtag whiny seebs nice kitty nice Anyway, I have started taking a multivitamin, and uh, he's telling me to walk it off, but he knows full well that I went for a walk last night, and uh, while I had the, was having uh, the problem, and, and walking did not help. It just made my legs hurt even more. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on, but I'll get that figured out. But anyway, so yeah, the headache, though, just achy, achy, achy. Um, <laughs> electrolytes it's what the body craves 
Oh, yeah. All right, smartass. Come down here and say that to my face. <sighs> Roommates. What can I say? Anyway, I wasn't... I was having a tough day. It's been kind of stressful at work. Um, yeah, and, and there's other things going on in, in the personal life. Uh, none that I want to talk about here. But, uh, yeah, just high stress, aching, really bad headache. I just wasn't sure I was going to make it all the way to 9 p.m. And, uh, well, hey, I made it. I may not have, uh, I, I, I didn't get to write anything for the birthdays. Um, so I, I'm pretty much just when I do get to the birthdays, it's going to be, this is the person, how old they are and what I know them from. <laughs> and I'm being told that the cat can't, uh, come down here and say this stuff to my face because he's not wearing pants yet. Siebes gets her revenge. Hashtag pantless kitty i don't know uh, i fail <sighs> but hey i made it i'm here may not have uh been able to do everything you know but i'm here yay so let's do a show shall we <laughs> oh i i just realized i don't have the national day calendar um up just yet so uh yeah we'll 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 see how that works out i haven't even looked at it yet i kind of like the idea of uh doing that little bit and just responding in the moment to to what they have on their website so on this day in oh i gotta say something about this next bit first no i will say it after on this day in 1882 peter Ilyich tchaikovsky uh Oh, Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture debuted in Moscow and was conducted by Ippolit Altani. Now, this is my favorite piece of classical music. Um, every time I listen to it, it elicits goosebumps. Uh, and when I allow the hair on my arm to grow, it stands up. And you know, just a thought, uh, shaving all the hair off my arms and legs is probably why I'm always cold. You know, it, it's not like I have a lot and, and, and it's all blonde, so you can't really see it anyway, but it bugs me, you know, well, uh, legs definitely, but even, even on the arms. So I shave that off. So that, that probably is why I'm always cold. Anywho, we're talking about the 1812 overture, not, not my mostly hairless body uh, wait, oh god this is going weird uh, uh, don't go off script stop every time i go off script i say something weird <sighs> all right 1812 overture i love it i particularly uh love going to see it performed by the pacific symphony orchestra over at the verizon wireless amphitheater um and it, it's usually performed the last weekend of August, sometimes the first week of September. Uh, I love doing a picnic out on the grass area. You know, you bring a little blanket, uh, a picnic basket with some 
you know, w- w- with some snacks and, and, and maybe a small meal, maybe a sandwich, uh, definitely a glass of, you know, or not a glass, definitely a bottle of wine. Um, I'm usually not alone when I go see this. So, you know, it's not a full bottle for myself. I'm not driving, you know, afterwards, uh, at least in, in that state. Yes, kitty, that happened. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, just being out there on, uh, on the grass, you know, uh, laying back on, 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 on the blanket, listening to some wonderful classical music and, and, and then having it end with the 1812 overture complete with live cannon fire. Oh my God. It's awesome. The only problem is that it often goes up against John Williams at the Hollywood bowl. So you kind of have to pick and choose. I mean, both are just amazingly awesome awesome shows and uh, I, I feel very very fortunate to live in an area uh, uh, where I have that not not only have it available but have such a awesome choice alrighty in 1920 on this day in 1920 the first commercial radio station 8mk aka detroit radiophone made its debut on am 950 in none other than detroit michigan the first program to run on detroit news radiophone was tonight's dinner what i can't figure out is how they knew i was going to have lentils over brown rice uh or well lentil stew over brown rice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea why why would they dedicate an entire radio program to my dinner you know what uh 95 years later uh it just it boggles the mind oh wait what do you mean tonight uh, they were probably talking about what can be made for dinner on that day in 1920 oh well that's embarrassing. I guess I guess it shows my ego there, doesn't it? I thought they were talking about my dinner tonight. <laughs> Anywho, the <laughs> I really should stay on script. <laughs> the radio station is still operating today as WWJ News Radio 950. All right, on this day in 1930 in Jersey City, New Jersey, the first consumer television broadcast demonstration took place uh uh, this this was um i realized i kind of left something out in that one uh it uh it 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 wasn't the first demonstration it was the first to be broadcast into a home um as a demonstration all right so where was i (laughs) the broadcast was a half an hour in length and it used the 48 lines and 15 frames per second standard now for some comparison to today standard definition television is 480 interlaced lines at 30 frames per second and high definition broadcasts go as high as 1080 lines unfortunately i was not able to quickly pin down uh, the broadcast refresh rate, but I do believe in some markets it uh, they do broadcast uh, as high as sixty frames per second. All right, hey, let's move on to some baseball news. On this day in nineteen thirty eight, 
Lou Gehrig hit his 23rd Grand Slam against Buck Ross of the Philadelphia Athletics. His Grand Slam record would stand for 75 years until on September 20th, 2013, Alex Rodriguez hit his 24th against George Contos of the San Francisco Giants. Now, Alex Rodriguez is a Yankee. He hit and he broke Lou Gehrig's record as a Yankee against the San Francisco Giants. That's just a game with no good outcome whatsoever. I mean, congrats to to Alex Rodriguez, and and it is quite, you know, uh, it's amazing that he broke a record that stood for 75 years. But come on, Giants versus Yankees? Yeesh. Ugh. Ugh. I feel gross just thinking about that. On this day in 1975. Uh, NASA launched Viking 1, sent it on its way to Mars, and and interestingly enough, uh, we just got a new trailer for The Martian. Uh, maybe it's something that we'll talk about tonight. All right, it was the first craft to land on Mars, and its mission lasted a whopping 2,245 souls. I did not write what the actual day comparison is, but on 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 Mars, uh, what we would call a day, you know, one one uh, you know one rotation of of the planet, it t- it takes a little bit longer on Mars. I, I think it's like thirty nine minutes longer uh, on Mars for it to complete a a full rotation, and and hence the terminology to uh, hence the terminology souls instead of days. Um, highly applicable if you read the novel uh, The Martian by Andy Weir. And yes, uh, uh, hopefully soon uh, we will be playing that interview and, and have the discussion. I just need to get everyone's schedule to line up property. Property? Yeah, property. I, I want to own uh, that episode. Yeah, there we go. I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Anywho, uh... Viking 1 lasted for 2,245 souls, uh, which was a record that was uh, relatively recently broken uh, by Opportunity, uh, by the uh, Opportunity rover uh, five years ago. All right, on this day in 1977, Voyager 2 launched. Now, its primary mission ended in 1989 on on december 31st 1989 after having visited uh uh jupiter and 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 many of its moons you know it it went through the jovian system it it visited saturn it visited uranus and it also visited neptune and after uh, after departing uh, how would you say that the neptunian neptonian the neptonian uh system uh its primary mission ended but you know what it's still out there after all you know i 38 years later it's still out there pushing the edges you know uh or going out to the edges of our solar system in fact has it actually? I I don't remember if it's actually gone beyond the furthest limit of our solar system. Is it truly in interstellar space yet? 
Huh. But it is definitely still out there. And, and uh, as far as I know, we're still uh, receiving uh, communication from it. So go Voyager 2. Just, uh, um, uh, God, what is, was it Voyager 6, I think, that, that, that got captured and, 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 and sent back to you? Just, just please don't turn into V'ger. You know, that, that's, that's, that's all we ask. Yeah. But congrats on being out there. All right. Uh, that's all I got for uh, on this day. I, uh, I ran out of time at 1977. I, I, I don't think anything um, too happy happened after that. Uh, I, I, I did see, like, <sighs> there's just, there's so much more bad stuff that gets listed, you know? Uh, <laughs> and I didn't even have time to check all of my sources. So there, there, there may be some better, uh, better ones out there. <sighs> How about we check national day calendar? Now I haven't even looked at this yet. Um, so here, let's click on this link. What, what are we celebrating today? National Spumoni day. Now, normally, normally I get, uh, uh very irate at the celebration of desserts. I think it's stupid. I don't understand why the hell we should be celebrating uh, 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 all all of these desserts, you know. Uh, and this is National Calendar Day. That this 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 you uh, this broadcast is originating from uh, Orange County, California, uh, in the United States. Um, uh, so so here in the U.S. Uh, when when I. You know, when we're talking about National Calendar Day, it is very U.S. centric, and, and we keep celebrating all of these desserts. And is it really any wonder why uh, uh, we're such an obese nation? I mean, we've got a serious sugar problem here. Uh, we celebrate desserts every damn day of the year. That might be causing or contributing to it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going way off script on this one. Actually, no, I'm not going off script because I didn't even write anything for this. You know, I, I'm seeing this live for the first time. But National Spumoni Day is observed annually on August 21st. Whoops. All right. I think I need to, to let, let, let's let's see. Aw, crap. All right. Let me see if I can I if if I can scroll down and it will tell me for August 20th. Yeah, there we go. All right. Hey, just kidding. Today's not National Spumoni Day. Well, poo on you. You know, just just take my favorite little dessert to get over at the the old spaghetti factory after a lovely lovely italian meal and and just get that nice little scoop of spumoni that's so, oh, oh so good no i had to make a mistake and read tomorrow's no just see no matter what i read a dessert on here and i end up grumpy 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 <laughs> Yeah, yep. You know, sometimes I just get on the microphone and I just keep talking. Sometimes I don't even know what the hell I'm saying, but you know what? I'm having fun. <laughs> Today is actually National Lemonade Day. Now, uh, okay, lemonade, that makes a little bit of sense. You know, we are pretty damn fond of our lemonade here in the States. So, all right. Uh, and, and I would assume that, that you celebrate by drinking a nice, uh, cold glass of, of, uh, hopefully freshly made lemonade. I mean, come on people. It's the summer here in the States. You know, you, you should be doing fresh squeezed lemonade and, and, and yeah, or, you know, just, just 
get your little crystal geyser packet and pour it into the water. That works too. But one one way or another, you know, uh, be be it powdered or fresh, uh, uh, today is a good day for for enjoying lemonades. So uh, let, let, let's see if the suggested uh, celebration is drinking lemonade. And I'm sure there's a freaking hashtag with it because there's always got to be a hashtag. Let's see. Celebrate. Enjoy a nice tall, tall is very emphasized, glass of ice cold lemonade. Use hashtag, there it is, National Lemonade Day to post on social media. Lovely. Oh, hey, look at that. Today's also National Radio Day. Huh. Well, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense, you know, given that that we now know uh, that Detroit News Radio Phone um, had the first commercial broadcast, you know, on this day in uh, 1920. So, yeah. So, uh, how, how should we uh, celebrate? It says to celebrate National Radio Day, listen to your favorite radio station. No, keep listening to GabNet. Don't, don't celebrate that way. And use hashtag National Radio Day to post on social media. Why? Why does everything have to have an effing hashtag? Uh, hashtag? Hashtag rage. Um, although, to be fair, uh, this is coming from from one of the midnight movie nights who who you know uh, and on that on on that show there used to be a segment hashtag morons (laughs) we really should bring hashtag morons back (laughs) all right do we got anything else uh uh for today let's see i'm seeing national pecan pie day oh there's a dessert national pecan pie day is celebrated each year on july 12th it's not july 12th um okay um why is it being listed on august 20th that i don't understand oh national chocolate pecan pie day regular old national pecan pie day wasn't enough no you got to have a special fucking day for chocolate pecan pie day what the hell Kitty says hashtag goodbye. Hashtag see you later and 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 live long and prosper. Hashtag yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can celebrate, but uh, let's see. How do you celebrate? Following are a few tried and true chocolate pecan chocolate pecan pie recipe for you to try. Is there a hashtag? Hashtag who gives a frack? All right, thank you national calendar or nationaldaycalendar.com for providing me with that little bit of righteous indignation. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Uh okay. Uh I've gotten a couple of tweets here. Uh from Johnny White Trash, uh at available and ADHD. He says, at Getting Geeky MJ, I'm very hairy and sweat a lot, so you might be on to something. Well, I say shave it. Shave it all. Yeah, yeah, all. I mean, no, 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 no. Keep, keep, keep your facial hair, but, and I'll leave it up to you and OMGWTF, honey, with a U. Oh God! See, I'm I'm going off script, and and once again, it's not it, it, it's just going to a creepy place. But Johnny's my buddy; he's my buddy. So 
you know, I, I mean, ha- have that conversation with your wife about whether or not you should. You know, no, I'm not going to go there. Why do I keep trying to go there? What the hell is wrong with me, folks? Uh, and Johnny White Trash is asking at Getting Geeky MJ, do any of A Rod's hitting records count? I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We shall. Uh, uh, I think. Uh, you know, I just I don't follow the steroid controversies anymore. You know, I I really don't even Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. How am I doing on time? Holy crap. I've already been well, I mean there's like five minutes of of, of promos, but I've been babbling for twenty five minutes already? Whoa! I did not see that coming. Let's uh let, let, let's run through some birthdays here and uh and then I'll open up those uh those Skype lines. Alrighty. Uh like I said I didn't have uh I didn't I, I didn't have time to 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 write any of these out. So so hopefully no no bad jokes like like the ghost one from Tuesday <laughs> that I'm still giggling about. <sighs> I know it's bad to laugh at your own jokes, but but that one just really tickled me, and I could like I tried to deliver that one with a straight face, but but yeah yeah, and I'm sure that there's there's a lesbian joke in there, you know, but whatever. Anywho, Demi Lovato turned 23 today. The uh, the the singer you, you might know her from from a lot of uh, Disney properties, um, uh, but but definitely most famously now for the radio version of let it go from frozen ah yes if you're a parent you know that song all too well and frankly even if you're not a parent you probably know that song all too well and i don't give a crap i still love it all right ah yeah Andrew Garfield, he's 32 today, and I primarily know him from the social network, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, and the amazing Spider-Man. Now, as excited as I am about uh, Marvel and uh, Sony, you know, Marvel Studios and Sony coming to an arrangement uh, to allow uh, Spider-Man to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I just don't know how I feel about the recasting of of, uh, Peter Parker and Spider-Man away from Andrew Garfield. I actually really like him. I, I have enjoyed his performances so uh i'm sure i will enjoy the next one but i think andrew garfield's got an, you know he, he he's he's still got a couple more movies in him you know at, at, at least one more come on come on he's a pretty amazing spider-man right am i right folks all right speaking of disney <laughs> and i only say speaking of disney because she played red in once upon a time megan ori turned 33 today uh she also left the show for a little bit uh to play riley in the show intelligence and uh oh gosh what was his name um he was in lost um he, he's just devilishly handsome uh josh holloway 
I believe, uh, was was the star in that. And and Megan Ory played Riley. Uh, she was the one kind of keeping them in check. Uh, just fun show. I was sad to see it get canceled, uh, but I'm happy. Uh, or I'm I'm happy that Megan Ory has been able to make more appearances on uh, Once Upon a Time because I really do love the character of Red. She's a lot of fun. Uh, really, really great twist on Red Riding Hood. Alrighty, Ben Barnes. He's 34 today, and uh, you might know him as uh, Prince Caspian in the Chronicles of Narnia movies. He was also also also. Young Dunstan Thorne in Stardust, and oh, do I love Stardust! Uh, it, it it it's a, uh, a story written by Neil Gaiman, uh, made into a fantastic movie uh, starring Charlie Cox. Um, and you might know Charlie Cox from uh, Daredevil, uh, as as released earlier in the year in on uh, Netflix, and also in Stardust is a young. Henry Cavill. He plays uh he plays a character that uh Humphreys. He plays Humphreys. Uh and he he's a a primary rival of uh of Tristan Thorne, you know, for for the heart of uh I can't remember the name of the character at the moment, uh but I believe the actress that played her was Sienna Miller. Uh I think anyway, uh Charlie Cox and Henry Cavill, uh, they have a little bit of a tift in there, and it's kind of cool because both of them grew up to play, you know, grew up, I mean, you know, they were kind of already young adults at that point anyway, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm older than both of them, uh, yeah, so I guess I can say grew up, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, but both of them would, uh, uh, later in life, I guess I would say, go on to play, uh, uh superheroes, you know, Charlie Cox with, daredevil and henry cavill the man of steel hell yeah he's our current superman look at that you know oh i can't wait to see uh uh more stuff from uh batman v superman just keep getting more excited and excited about that (laughs) but hey we're talking about uh (laughs) well we were talking about ben barnes and then i kind of went off on this you know and now i'm just thinking of henry cavill as the Man of Steel, uh, but you know, fortunately, uh, his Lois Lane in the Man of Steel was played by Amy Adams, and today she's forty-one years old. Another one of my uh, favorite roles of hers is, uh, well, my absolute favorite role of hers. Uh, in fact, you know, I'll I'll just list a lot of the other stuff that she's done, and then I will save my favorite role of hers for last. You know, and, and you would think it would be Lois Lane, um, and I'm I am quite fond of her as Lois Lane, but it is not. Uh, let's see, uh, American Hustle, loved her in that. The Fighter, oh my gosh, <laughs> the Muppets. Ah, how cool is it? She she ended up being in, in the Muppets. Uh, Miss Pettigrew lives for a day. Uh, what a wonderful movie that was. Charlie Wilson's War. Uh, Catch me if you can. Oh, I loved her in that. Um, you know, little, little uh, uh, romantic interlude with Leonardo DiCaprio. That always uh, that always goes over well. Um, and she was also Jodie Melville in Smallville. Uh, she was the one who had the uh, kryptonite-laced diet drink and and lost a ridiculous amount of weight uh, in a very short time getting ready for a dance. Uh, and she ended up going to that dance with Pete Ross, uh, best friend of 
Clark Kent. Uh, but the drink had a side effect. It, it made her basically consume all of the energy and life force from other students at Smallville High. Yeah, quite the episode. Who would have thought uh, uh, that that the actress who who played 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 this young woman would uh, w- would grow up and in later life end up being Lois Lane in The Man of Steel. But I know, I know, for those of you that regularly listen to this program, you must be assuming she's talking about Smallville, so that has to be her favorite role. Well, no, that is not my favorite Amy Adams role. Uh, uh, one of my favorites, definitely. It's It's... The first thing I remember actually seeing her in and and really starting to recognize her. But what made me absolutely fall in love with her as an actress is when she played Giselle in Enchanted. Oh, how I love she starts off as a cartoon. She gets tricked by the evil, you know, by the the evil queen slash witch, you know, pushed down the well, ends up in freaking Manhattan. <laughs> it starts out as a Disney princess movie and then and then uh just takes it in a totally different direction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not my earring that just hit the microphone. That was my earbud. Uh still connected to my ears in in some way or another. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I absolutely absolutely love Enchanted, you know, on on some of my uh nights where I if I'm just having a really bad night, I have one of two go-to movies that will help me calm down. The Princess Bride and Enchanted. Ah, oh, they are my girly geeky pleasures. <laughs> geeky pleasures? Guilty pleasures. See, I meant to say guilty pleasures, but... Ay, 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 crap. I forgot to ask the cat to open up the uh, the sliding glass door because, hey, it's been pretty warm. Uh, <laughs> and it's getting pretty hot in here. But that's all right. Uh, let's see, who do we got next? Next, we've got... Oh, what, what, just one last thing. If it's not clear, I absolutely adore and love Amy Adams. And in fact, it was probably the opportunity to talk about Amy Adams uh, as as well as doing the Citizen panel uh, that made me push through everything I was going through today uh, just to, to uh, be able to do the show and have that opportunity uh, to blather on about Amy Adams. <laughs> All righty. Uh, she's very clearly, uh, uh, she, she is my favorite leading lady right now. Uh, I do love Jennifer Lawrence. I, I absolutely adore her. She, she's, you know, definitely America's sweetheart, but Amy Adams totally takes the cake. Um, and, and in fact, that just makes me want to watch American Hustle so I can get, you know, now I can watch both of them. Hell yeah. One shot. Get a little Jeremy Renner. Um, oh God, was Matthew McConaughey in that? No, no, it was Bradley Cooper. Oh, crap. I can't remember. Everything's getting all, all, all jumbled. So instead, I'm going to mention that Jonathan K. Kwan is 44 today. And you might know him as Data in The Goonies, but... You definitely remember him as Short Round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. 
<laughs> I really wish Kitty had been here uh, uh, when, when I got to Jonathan K. Kwan because he does a really funny short round impression. Uh, uh, but you guys will have to listen to Midnight Movie Nights uh, uh, for that one. I, 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 I do have an ability to to get him to uh, uh, bring that out on 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 uh, uh, when, when we're recording on Saturdays. All right. Hey, I, I, I think I can make one up on the fly for this next guy. Um, yeah, he, he, he normally does it. Well, he, he'll tell you where he can put or where you can put your cookie uh, when when he's singing the song Nookie for Limp Biscuit. Um, but hey, what's with the baked goods? You know, this guy should be celebrating with a cake with 45 candles on it. Today is Fred Durst's 45th birthday. Uh, yeah, that one needed a little bit of work, and that's why I like to write them uh, a little bit beforehand. Yeah, run it through an editorial process. So I'm just going to, holy crap, I'm not even halfway through this, and and uh, I'm already pushing, you know, it's almost 945, and there's at least one story. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, John Cormack, uh, he's the co-founder of id Software. Uh, you might know them uh, for uh, Wolfenstein, Doom, and Quake. Holy hell, three majorly influential video games. Uh, and John Cormack is 45 today. All right. Billy Gardell, he's 46. And I pretty much only know him as, hey, he's that guy from that TV show with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was in Bad Santa. Um, I'm not saying anything against the guy. Uh, if 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 you're on a, a, a long running TV series with Melissa McCarthy, you got to be funny as hell. Um, I've watched a couple of episodes of Mar- Mike and Molly and I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's just I, I don't know too much of his work, but but uh, upon seeing his picture on IMDb, and it's like, hey, it's that guy from the show with Melissa McCarthy. <sighs> Now I just feel bad. I, I feel like I should know him for more than 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 just being connected to someone else. But moving on, Colin Cunningham. Uh, God, I see this guy pop up in so many different things. Uh, uh, but I I just I can't help but think of him as Major Davis from Stargate SG One. He's forty nine years old today. Now this next guy is one of my f- absolute favorites. Uh, he he has. A tendency to show up in TV shows that I just absolutely love and play knockout characters. James Marsters. He's 53 today. Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel is 53. He was also Brainiac in Smallville. Is that not enough? All right. How about Captain John Hart in Torchwood? Oh. Yeah. James Marsters and uh, John Barrowman. Wow, they share some some lovely moments in uh, in Torchwood. Whew. Getting the vapors thinking about it. Alrighty, and he also played uh, Barnabas in Caprica, uh, and, and uh, he's also done a couple of Dragon Ball Z movies, if I remember correctly. I mean, the 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 dude's just a fantastic actor. So happy fifty third birthday. Uh, you know who else is fifty three today? Is uh, Joan Allen. You might know her from Face Off or Nixon, uh, uh, but uh, one of the ones I, I, I really started recognizing her from was uh, her role as Pam Landry in uh, the Bourne movies. She was in the Bourne Supremacy, Bourne Ultimatum, and Bourne Legacy. Uh, 
So uh, happy 53rd birthday, Joan Allen. All right. Uh, John Noble is 67 today. I primarily know him from Fringe and The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and The Return of the King. All right. Ray Wise. I did not actually look to confirm this one. I certainly hope he is who I think he is, but I'm going to say he was the president in Command and Conquer Red Alert 2, a video game that I played in the early 2000s. He is 68 today. I know he's done quite a a few other things. Um, You know, I I, I see him pop up all the time. Uh, That's just you know, I, I, I see his picture and I immediately think Command and Conquer, Red Alert 2. He's the president. <laughs> oh, God, I forget who played Yuri in that. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm getting off uh, off tangent. Um, all right. Sylvester McCoy is 72 years old today. You know, James Marsters, uh, I already brought him up. He played a time traveler in Torchwood. But but my favorite, absolute favorite time traveler. Um, and in fact, Torchwood's a spinoff from... <laughs> what the frick am I thinking? Oh my gosh, it's a freaking spinoff. Uh, <laughs> it's even, Torchwood's even an anagram for Doctor Who. Come on. <laughs> Oh, our seventh doctor, uh, Sylvester McCoy. He, he turned 72 today. He also recently played Radagast in The Hobbit. Alrighty, and uh, today also would have been Isaac Hayes' birthday. Uh, he was chef on South Park, and he's also particularly well-known uh, for... for uh, uh, being a recording artist, you know the, the the dude's a pretty talented singer. You might have heard uh, his his work on the uh, Shaft theme song. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 Isaac Hayes. Alrighty, wow, uh, I've been been uh, going for a little bit here. How about I open up those uh, Skype lines? Uh, God, are you guys? Is anyone even out there? I mean, I've just been blathering for so long. <laughs> I can't believe that. I I. Here I was thinking, like, oh, my God, I feel so unprepared. I don't know what to do. How am I going to end up doing at least an hour? And I've been going all this time. All right. If you would like to join uh, or interact with the live show, you can do so by sending me a tweet over on Twitter at GettingGeekyMJ. You can send a message to the Getting Geeky Facebook page or... Uh, Johnny, that is not your fault. That is my fault. I was in such a rush. Uh, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, uh, <sighs> I made a mistake, folks. I am missing one of my cables, and so these Skype callers cannot hear me. Um, hold on just one second, guys. Hey, guys, sorry about that. In my rush to set up, oh, someone is calling on a previous line. Um, yeah, you guys can hear me now, right? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, I made a mistake. I, I just looked down at my laptop, and there's a cable that's not plugged in, and it's the one that would feed everything into you guys. So you might get a little bit of echo coming from me until I can uh, uh, find that cable and unjumble this mess I've seemed to found myself in. Um, alrighty. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, getting geeky Facebook page. You can send me a message there, but my favorite way for you to interact with the show is to join the citizen panel. Like 
hashtag available in ADHD and uh, and Mark have 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 done. <laughs> and here comes Doc. You can join the Citizen Panel by calling Gabnet Live on Skype or the telephone number 347-352-0079. Now, Johnny, I've got yes. a question for you. Well, you just lay it on me, Miranda Janelle, with two L's. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why, but that since I started, since I tuned into the show, my first thought is Miranda Janelle with two L's. Like it sounds like a punk song. Ah, uh, someone. All right, someone. Someone is calling from a previous Skype call. That will not work. Sorry, whoever that is. Alrighty, Johnny. My question for you is: yes. John Cormack. Carmack. Okay. <laughs> what yes. does he mean to you in terms of your life? Um, John Carmack is a genius. Like, I mean, <clears throat> Carmack is responsible for so much in the gaming industry that's that's based on what he did. He found ways to make computers do things they weren't supposed to do with the engines he created. And now he's working on Oculus Rift. Yes, he is. And I really like he was <clears throat> he was a shit game designer. Uh to be to be blunt, when Romero left id, the games kind of went downhill because that's what it was. Romero was the creative guy, Carmack was the the ones and zeros. But I, now I, I, well, I really wish decide, that I really Sorry. wish I could be paired up, you know, because I'm I, I'm a pretty good programmer. I really wish I could be paired up with with a truly talented artist. Um, oh, if wait. only you knew one. <laughs> if Just only kidding, you knew Katie. one that was living in the same domicile as you. Indeed, indeed. If only. You know, I knew I was going to be able to get you talking about id. Uh, you know, and I would be able to actually find the cable, it's me. you know, uh, uh, I really should have taken that opportunity to get up, uh, get up and open the freaking door. <laughs> it's nice and toasty in here. <laughs> I, I can keep going if you want. Oh, please. Okay. Cause one audio book I listened to that I, I highly recommend for anybody who wants to know anything about video, like behind the scenes, video gaming, you know, circa 1990s is uh, Masters of Doom, which is the whole story of the beginning and the end of id Software and what John Carmack is like. He is he is not like you and me. He does not see the world that we see. He does not, for lack of a better term, he almost does not feel emotions the way we do. He sees ones and zeros. And my favorite part of the Carmack story is back in the day, uh, PCs couldn't do what a Nintendo could do, so there was there was no chance at having a decent side scroller on PC back in 1990, I think it was, and he figured out a way to do it, and ended up they ended up doing a bootleg uh, version of Super Mario Brothers three for PC, sent it to Nintendo and said, hey, here's a demo. Like, I think they only did the first map or whatever, but like, hey, here's this. We can do it. We can run it on PC. We, we sure would love to port this over. And Nintendo sends them a letter back and they're like, we're, we're 
you know, you know, pat on the back. Hey, good job to you guys, but we're not looking to move to PC. And now, for lack of a better term, Nintendo's barely on the map. <clears throat> but they made a lot of more decisions that isolated them besides just that one. You know what I just noticed? There's a reason why I said his name wrong. I was going to introduce something new at the end of the show called auto uh, auto incorrects, and I get to add another one to it. Because I, I started typing. Uh, <laughs> I started. I, I did originally type his name correctly, John Carmack, but it corrected it to Cormack. <laughs> it's like freaking like. Seriously, every single time I'm doing my show notes, it drives me insane. Some of the things that Evernote tries to autocorrect to. And it only happens to me in Evernote. Or or maybe it would happen well, elsewhere. Um, that's because Evernote's a piece of shot. I, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted to use the shot shit joke. Oh, there we go. I, I use Evernote too. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But uh, yeah, so Carmac to... Cormac, how annoying! Uh, uh, some of the other ones, uh, CMOS to COS, C O S. Like seriously, all right, uh, okay. Uh, and then ish, E E S H to mesh, and then souls, S O L S to sold. Come on, all right. So those are, those are today's Evernote auto incorrects. All righty. Uh, thank you very much, Johnny. Uh, the the uh, temperature in the apartment is already starting to drop. I, I much appreciate uh, uh, the opportunity to go ventilate. <laughs> now, if somebody could just open my window. Oh. Somebody who's maybe six feet tall and could actually reach the thing. Aw. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I'm 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 six foot tall, but I'm not exactly. I mean, you had you had Jim in studio. You know, uh, he Jim's tall enough; he could have gotten it for you. I know. You know, but but yeah, I, yeah. I, Sorry, I, I, I would I would help if I could, but my arm. You know, you know, I'm not Elastigirl. I can't stretch my arms all the way to Medicine Hat, Alberta, just to open the uh, the window for you. However, that power would be very handy for getting things off the top and the bottom shelf at the same time. There we go. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, two arms. You know, you can stretch both. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you have to explain the joke, the joke's not funny. No, Johnny made a face. <laughs> He Johnny made, always makes faces. Uh, mostly poop faces, but you'd have to follow him on Snapchat. <laughs> hey, Doc, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah, just okay. Yeah, can't really complain. Nothing much is happening. Alrighty, uh, we've also been joined by Mark. Hey, you, Mark. Hey. How's uh, how's uh, Naples? Meh. Yeah. Me. All right. Let's see. Maybe I'll get. Maybe I'll get. Be able to get a little bit more out of Charlene. Hey, Charlene. How you doing? Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm trying to stay awake. Yeah. How's uh? How, how how's Jersey t- treating you? Oh God. There's actually people out here that like. They they say that Donald Trump is saying what everyone is thinking, and they like the fact that he's saying 
with people thinking, I don't know, it's terrible the uh, port of Jersey I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually uh, they think did have could seriously be a, you know a candidate or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we did have a, a Jersey at the top of the show, you know, with the first uh, consumer television broadcast demonstration. So. So, but you know what's yeah. going on out here that I'm interested in? What's that? Like uh, at Thomas Edison, you know, uh, was mm-hmm. in Menlo Park with the light bulb and all that. And uh, I think it's East Orange, New Jersey. He's having a, like a relighting of this tower. It's like a, from the 20s or something out here. It's in the middle of a housing district. But, um, you know, I might go to the opening because uh, Edison was an amazing man. And uh, he did invent the incandescent light bulb and the phonograph and all these amazing things, you know. So I, I, they have like a museum there that uh, interests me. So I'm I'm going to go out for that. That's in October or something. But that's something that isn't, uh, you know, they, they would prefer Donald Trump to Thomas Edison out here. <laughs> well, I don't think Edison can run for president. So, yeah, so I, I guess we'll have to leave that up to, to Trump. All righty. All right, guys. Earlier today, I tweeted a story that I am pretty interested in. Uh, it, it, it came to me uh, via NPR, and it's about these two scientists uh, that are working on a cosmic ray detector app. Now, it sounds like something you would need uh, to... You would need like an additional sensor to plug in uh, uh, to to your mobile device to to make work. I mean, you know, how is an app going to detect cosmic rays? Uh, actually, you don't need any additional equipment, according to these two scientists. Uh, a lot of cell phones, uh, or the, I don't know if there's any exceptions to to this but most cell phone camera phones are using CMOS sensors um and, oh gosh I'm blanking on on CMOS it's coupled metal oxide I forget the s I want to say sensor I want to say sensor I'm just not I'll back you up 100% anybody argues with you I'll be like hey it's fucking sensor yeah the queen of gabnet has spoken <laughs> uh, yeah um anyway uh the the cell phone cell phone camera phone or cell phone cameras uh use cmos sensors and apparently over at the large hadron collider guess what kind of sensor they use to to detect uh cosm the the uh um some some of the particles given off uh uh by the particle collisions uh they're 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 cmos sensors so these scientists have this this idea uh, to write it you know, to to make an app that will detect these high energy cosmic rays, um, and what happens is uh, they're extremely rare. They're really hard to detect, and the idea is we get this app installed on enough cell phones, get people using it. And maybe we can start detecting them and find out where these things come from because their origin is currently unknown. Now, from parts unknown, from parts unknown, just like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
I I've got some idea. Uh, I I've got some reactions to this, but uh, I'm I'm really curious. What what do you guys think? Would you use an app for detecting cosmic rays? Why the hell not? I like it, Mark. I like it a lot. No, when when uh, SETI started, that went on. That screensaver went on all my computers. Shows you how long ago this was. That's when we still had the Bloom County screensaver. No, the SETI replaced all that. You know, the idea that oh my god, maybe so, crunching some of this data would find that elusive uh, wow signal. You know, this I got no problem with whatsoever. All right. All right. So 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 did it uh dethrone uh the flying toasters and flying toilets uh of the after dark years? I had the Bloom County screensaver. <laughs> and you just met you just mentioned that. Uh I, I don't know. I I think I got the idea. No, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just not gonna go there. Let's let's keep talking about this app. Uh, Miranda, I googled, and uh, it's part of the motherboard. It says semiconductor CMOS. Uh, well, it, the CMOS is a it, it is an actual type of sensor, and and yes, uh, uh, a mother or it's not just a sensor. It's it's a a um, God. I wish I can remember what that DMS stands for. It says it stores the BIOS settings. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there are CMOS chips as well, um, but specifically, the CMOS is the material, and it can be used for for uh, uh, for detecting particles. And I believe it can. It, it's it's it can also be used as a storage medium. Um, Wikipedia redirects you to active pixel sensor. Mm, look at that! Yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> look at me with my with my big boy words. <laughs> uh, yes, clearly yeah. stands for cider. No. And what were the the rays that it it uh, detects again? Complementary metal oxide semiconductor. There we go. Yeah, simple little uh, Google search. What does CMOS stand for? I thought it was coupled, though. Oh well. All right. Um, so yeah, it is a semi uh, semiconducting material, and it can be used to detect light and and all of that. What was your question, Charlene? Um, these rays that uh, the app is detecting were what again? They're they're highly energetic cosmic rays. So uh, they're basic bursts of particles from origins unknown. Like sunspots or something. Uh, cosmic rays can come from the sun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, they, they have no idea where these things are coming from. You know, they're, they, they're, ex- they're, they're extremely high energy and they collide with, uh, the atmosphere and release a whole bunch of other particles. And, um, the idea is that the, uh, the camera phones, uh, can actually detect them because they're using those CMOS devices. Correct, things. correct. But this leads me to a couple of questions. In order for this project to work, doesn't that mean that everyone would have to be using uh, their camera phone at the moment that nope. one of these when it charges? 
Sorry, what was that, Mark? How your phone charges. I, I've already read up on it. So your downtime is when this technology is being used. Oh. Remember, it's a detector. So you're not you don't necessarily have to point this at something. Right. That see that that's where all of my my questions, you know, were uh, a lot, you know, it basically revolved around doesn't the cam- wouldn't the camera have to be on then? And what would that do to the battery life? Would people trust uh, the app on a large scale with having a camera on all the time? And uh, would it not be better to partner with camera apps and videos, you know, streaming apps as a library? You know, I was thinking something like Periscope, um, you know, ha- having an option in Periscope or Meerkat or YouTube or whatever to, you know, like flip on this cosmic ray detection library. But uh, if it's something that, if if it's when it it's actually charging, yep. Uh, how would they even that that see that just makes me wonder even more question wonder even more question. God, brain stuff. Well, if you if you look at cosmic ray, the way how they detect it now, it's a real interesting. I mean, you just need the CMOS is there and active. They don't have to be. In fact, they work better when they're underground. Hmm. So that's why, you know, cosmic rays, these heavy particles, they go through things. Right. So, and I guess the idea is, you know, it's a saturation. If more people have these phones, there's better chances. You know, I like, I like the, the odds that they're playing against here. Well, especially if it works when, it, when, it, when, when it's passive, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, Again, my original thinking was the sensor would have to be active, you know, and maybe they were looking for, you know, like uh, a a certain uh, aberration in in the pattern. You know, I I, I clearly did not have enough time to to properly research this topic, but it was definitely the coolest thing I came across today. Um, Oh, but gosh, yeah, if if it works, you know, if it works best when the phone is charging, um, you know, in in your in your research today, did it have to be specifically charging, or is it just uh, when the sensor is not active? Nope, when it's charging. Only when I mean, it's charging. I, okay. Like I said, I just you know they haven't even gotten to the beta of it yet, which mm-hmm. is why you can sign up for the beta. Mm-hmm. Oh, which and I did. Which I did. Yeah, I thought it was interesting for Android and iOS. But see, Apple is a- a- Apple's notorious for locking things down and not giving you access, uh, uh, low level access um, uh, to a lot of the hardware. It's usually through APIs, so it makes me wonder. Unless uh, unless it's because it's a science, you know, oh. look who's look who's doing it. Two guys from CERN, right? Right. You know, um, then again, Samsung has more phones out there than Apple does. Yeah, but they can't figure out how to secure a fingerprint. I got a fingerprint on my phone. Yeah, yeah. and everyone else who has access to your phone has your fingerprint too. I don't lock my phone. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, is that true? They say that the cameras are much better in the Samsung. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that, my, actually, my best camera I had was in my Sony. 
but the rest of the phone was shit. That's an entirely uh, uh, subjective <laughs> yeah. comparison. Yeah. Um, no, there's hardcore numbers. Yeah. My, my, my Sony had a 20 megapixel. This only has a, what, 16? But you're looking at one thing that makes up, you know, more megapixels does not mean a better image. Uh, you have to look at, at uh, uh, the depth of field. You have to to uh, look at its low light performance, um, uh, uh, the aperture that it's capable of. You know, there's there there's you can't just look at one number. And you have to. Look it's at- okay, Miranda. Your yep. iPhone's cool too. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> jumping out to defend Apple. I'm just saying. You- true of all sensor-based technology. You have to look at, okay, what is the sensor on a pixel level? How good is this? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are numbers. I mean, it's amazing because I used to think, well, it cram more. No, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Especially when I can tell you guys I had a 10 megapixel camera that took the best pictures. And in some ways it's better than my full, full frame camera. You know, yeah. so it's, it's certainly a lot more portable. That's yeah. something you got to look at. Yeah, it's the pixel quality and the sensor. And it's not just that; it's the person using it. You know, <laughs> that now that's not a hardcore number. That's subjective. Exactly. That's well, what I'm saying. Right? You know, I mean, like you look at a picture and it's like, oh, this is a nice picture, and somebody looks at it and goes, "This is a hunk of shit." There's no way to quantify that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's you know, so so to say that Samsung has the best camera. Oh, they don't have the best camera. Sony does. Uh, to say that of Sony has to say that the Sony has had. the best I did camera start is that with yeah. of the phones I had. Yeah, there you go. But uh, uh, my iPhone four camera sucked. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, my I I want to say my my best camera. Uh, well. It's got to be my current one, you know, and I've been, I've enjoyed, uh, the camera on every iPhone I've had. Uh, I, I did not enjoy the camera on my Blackberry. I did not enjoy <laughs> Talk about a hunk of shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, okay. no, come on. Come on. Now that, that, that was years and years and years ago. And so it's not fair to compare. Had, it's had, it's, had it's not fair to compare the camera in the iPhone six to uh, a BlackBerry curve, <laughs> you know, or, or the T-Mobile G one. But let me tell you that thing had a shit camera and it was one of the reasons, you know, cause my ex had just got the, 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 uh, iPhone, uh, the 3g and, you know, just the pictures that we were taking between, you know, I thought that my, um, I loved, I absolutely loved my G1 until I saw the pictures that she was taking on her iPhone. And then suddenly I wasn't the one taking the pictures anymore. <laughs> um, no, my, Is my it Sony, the pixels um, that makes it a better camera? No, no. It's your interpretation of the photo that is taken with it. Well, you know what? I had a, I had an iPhone for like a minute, and I loved it. You know, like because my uh, Samsung, I don't know, the autocorrect and the and the typing, you know, for messages is terrible. So I thought it was much faster the iPhone, but I didn't notice there was an edit. You know, like my uh, Samsung camera has the edit where you can crop and everything. You can do that on the iPhone too, right? 
Yeah. Like crop pictures and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's all just software and post-processing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like if, my if friend told me she phone, would teach me. Yeah. Well, if you're using a phone only to take Instagram pictures, what – What's Instagram's resolution? Like 640 by 640? No, 1080 by 1080. You're going to throw a freaking filter on it anyway. Well, yeah. Hashtag no filter. This yeah. Guy. No, I don't I think mean, I've ever filtered any of my photos on Instagram. Um, I try to, to give Honey a little color in her face, but she just doesn't have that going for her. Okay. I, I, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I'm not complaining. I've always liked the. Uh, Sorry. The, the, I call it the snow white look. Right. The the very white skin. I love it when she puts on the dark red lipstick, dyes her hair black. Mm. Nice. Nice. I just got a. Uh, I don't know if I just. Yeah, I just got a, a, a tweet from Groovy Cat at getting geeky MJ. I wanted a Blackberry once. Once. Blackberries used to be the coolest thing out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Apple came out with an iPhone. And then... No. How many generations... And, well, yeah. And then... How many generations did it take for somebody to even catch up? Like, I remember, you know, the anti-Apple fanboy in me. I'm not getting an iPhone. I'm not getting... Oh, HTC has a diamond. That's just as good as that. No, it's not. Um, I think it wasn't until iPhone 3 where other things started getting to the point where they were at least comparable. I I want to say it was around the time that Verizon started adopting Android um, that the Android market in the United States really started to explode and uh, the software had matured a bit. Um, as far as full parity in in the mind of consumers i don't remember that i don't um, remember it's been quite a few yeah, years I, I, I can't remember when android camp became a thing like, like you know what i mean like there was there's always been team apple there always be team apple but i can't remember you know all of a sudden it's like oh hey look there's team android now like I don't, I don't, I know it happened. Miranda, you mentioned Verizon. Uh, didn't they just do a thing now that uh, any new customers, there's no two-year, uh, you know, uh, uh, plan that you, you know you you just uh, buy the phone now? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I've heard. Um, I haven't looked into that too much. You know, hold on, just one sec. There's a uh, there's a little Maybe bit of feedback. Something similar too. Where it's like, you don't, you don't sign up for. I just threw my cigarette across the room. Good thing I hadn't lit it yet. It's been one of those kind of days where, um, you know, you don't, you don't buy the phone on a contract, but there's twenty dollars added to each bill until the phone's paid off. Is yeah, that's that's basically that's basically. Yeah. Um, I know T-Mobile does that. I think that's what the uh, Verizon plan is doing also. Um, well, what, in some what happened cases. up here was we used to have three-year deals, and then uh, legislation hey, came through. Johnny, like, hold, hold on one sec. I'm I'm getting some feedback from someone on the call. Can can you guys do me a favor and uh, just mute yourselves in Skype, real quick, and then I will uh, call you back one by one just so that we can see. 
All right, I don't hear it at the moment. So, Johnny, go ahead and unmute and uh, go for it. All I right. am unmuted. All right, Mark. And uh, all right, how about Doc? Nope. And let's go for Charlene. Oh, Charlene, it's you. Do me a favor, uh, mute yourself, and can you uh, double-check your microphone, please? All righty. All right, go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, I was talking about something. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the three-year deals. <laughs> and then everybody rejoiced when it's like, they can't do three-year deals anymore. It has to be a two-year deal. And then you walk in and it's like, oh, you can't keep the same plan that you had. And, hey, your plan's $50 a month more. Yeah. Cell phone companies are still going to make their money, guys. Oh, yeah. they And they did. Yep. The piss me off was I was sitting there and it's like, okay, so my same plan is 50 bucks a month more. I'm saving six because I had to pay $200 up front for the phone. So I'm saving $600 on this phone and paying 50 bucks a month for a two year deal. If I would have just bought the phone outright and kept my deal, I would have saved 600 bucks over two years. There you go. But the yeah, one plus Charlene, two just that, came that, out. That's uh, it's it's still coming through. Yeah, it's uh, sorry, it's it's coming through pretty loud for me too. Oh, oh it looks like she's uh, she's dropped off already. Um, yeah, you know, ta- talking about uh the pr- the price difference, you know, monthly. Uh, that's. One thing uh, that has frustrated me for the longest time uh, when it comes to carriers here uh, in the States, if you buy your phone outright and you're not, you know, subsidizing it, and I put air quotes around subsidizing it, um, you know, through, through the carrier, you are shelling out, you know, what uh, I think the model of iPhone that I have would be $850. And then you still get charged the exact same price as if you had taken the subsidized phone from the car- carrier. You know, now, I understand that that is something that they have eliminated now, at least on Verizon. Um, I believe T-Mobile always had a uh, bring-your-own-device plan where it was cheaper, but... Um, but yeah, it, for the for the longest time on on AT and T and Verizon, the two largest carriers here in the states, it made no sense to buy your phone outright because then you would just end up paying paying even more for it. Um, unless unless it made sense if if you were going to be traveling internationally and you need a needed a truly unlocked device. Uh, uh no, Doc, not hearing you at all. Uh-oh. Oh, there you are. A little bit. A little quiet. But, uh, yeah, so it, it it made sense if you needed a truly unlocked device. Um, but as far as the price, I mean, I, I remember doing spreadsheets and, and looking at things and, and like, okay, with, uh, with an early termination fee when, uh, you know, when, when let's face it, uh, by this time I was already firmly in the Apple camp. 
Um, and I show no signs of uh, slowing on that. Well, no, I showed some signs, but it, it's unlikely. Let, let me go grab my MacBook and my iPad and tell you I'm not part of Camp Apple. <laughs> there you go. Um, I remember doing spreadsheets every time that there was a new uh, iPhone, just looking to see is there a cost-effective way uh, to get the unlocked phone or uh, or compare it versus the uh, the subsidized phone from the carrier? You know, with the included early termination fee. What's what's the total cost of ownership of of buying it outright and upgrading? Uh, uh, each year to get the latest and greatest device, and the numbers never ever made sense. You know, it was always a couple hundred dollars cheaper to get it from the carrier and then just wait out the two year contract. But yeah, you know, I, I I do think it's interesting that suppose you know I just, I haven't had a reason to really look into this yet. Um, so. I, I I don't know. Um, I know AT and T still is going to be doing the uh, subsidized phone model from from what I've heard, but uh, uh, Verizon, Sprint, and uh, T Mobile are all uh, uh, have all switched to a different model, and I think that people are going to be shocked when they find out how much phones actually cost. You know, an iPhone yeah, does not yeah. cost two hundred dollars. <laughs> Your most Android phones do not cost, uh, are not free, or are 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 not two hundred dollars for the top of the line ones. Uh, I mean, a budget phone built by OnePlus, a budget phone is four hundred dollars. Yeah, that and that's as cheap as you're gonna ever find. <laughs> If you're paying for a phone outright, I think there was another company. Uh, I can't remember what they were called, but they were supposed to be coming in uh, with a similar business model to uh, to OnePlus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Huawei, uh, Xiaomi, ZTE? I remember something with a Z, so that was probably there's, it. There's ZTE. Yeah. Oh, geez. I just said Z. Oh my gosh! Oh, I Canadian just lost my party card. Oh. oh, oh! Wow, Americans in your bad influence. <laughs> Next <laughs> thing you know, you're gonna tell me that C that color is spelled C O L O R. Yeah, yes. Is it better? Because no, if it I'm, isn't, still, I can... I'm still oh. hearing it. Sorry, sweetie. Okay. Uh, alrighty. Um. Oh my gosh! Wow. Wow, I have a soundbite of Mr. Johnny White Trash saying Z. Uh, I can. Uh, what was that, Doc? Barely hearing you. <laughs> I'm Australian and I say Z because Z doesn't work in sentences. Well, you know what I find? This was the thing that troubled me when I was a kid and almost got me kicked out of Canada. You know the song, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. D-U-V-W-X-Y-N-Z. Z doesn't rhyme. That was always my argument against Zed. 
you know, it, uh, the rest of the world doesn't make any sense. It doesn't rhyme in the song, and the song is canon. <laughs> only time where America got it right. <laughs> but again, well, you, know, that, you, know, you said, pick your battles uh, where you can. A Camaro Z28 still sounds cooler than a Camaro Z28. But then again, a Datsun 380Z is still cooler than a Datsun 380Z. Zed's Nissan's dead, baby. Got Zed's the same, dead. Got the same. Yeah. Although, however, I will. I one of my favorite shows, Stargate SG One. I, I definitely loved uh, David Hewlett as uh, Rodney McKay, um, and, and and this was actually more uh, Stargate Atlantis because he he had a much larger role um, in in Atlantis. But whenever the, the the power source of the Ancients was a zero point module, uh, abbreviated uh, by most as a ZPM. However, David Hewlett mm-hmm. uh, playing Rodney McKay would always say ZPM. <laughs> and he was a stickler for it. It was great. <laughs> Everyone else in the show says ZPM, but uh but but yeah. He 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 stuck to his heritage. <laughs> That's something that I have noticed because I'm writing it in the process of still working on my novel, which is set in Chicago, of realizing should I write it in British English because I'm <laughs> from the colonies or should I write it in American English because that's where it's based. So from the other colonies? Because, I, 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 you know, we started as the colonies too. Yeah, but you don't, you're, not, you're not called the colonies anymore. You're the, you're the, you're the, I, honestly, I've never even you're... heard anyone refer to Australia as the colonies. Canada's one of them colonies, too. We got the queen on our money, too. Yeah, we're the Commonwealth connection. The Commonwealth I've heard of, you know, but the colonies, that's, uh, well, I, I don't know. We, 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 to, we told the British frackers to GTFO, so. After we burnt your White House down. Well, that's, you were still, yeah. <laughs> we might have had a British flag above our head, but, sweetheart, that was Canadians that burnt that mother down. I'm, it's like this one point of, like, pride I have as a Canadian. Like, you weren't even uh, Canadians what? yet. No, we you, were still you were, the British. You, you were the people. Well, we were who, from Canada. You, you were the people who would become the Canadians. We yeah. were still they, they were in the ancestors. geographical location that became Canada. <laughs> That's the case. Australia was sending troops to fight in the Boer War before they even became a country. Yet it was still seven colonies. Doesn't mean that we don't say they weren't Australians. Yep. yep. <laughs> Just giving Johnny a hard time because it's fun. <laughs> Alrighty, we have uh, gone on a massive tangent. Uh, the original. Uh, uh, the original topic was the Cosmic Ray Detector app, and, and there is one very critical thing uh, that was left out of that discussion, and that's what is this app called? It's called Crayfish. Now, that's C R C R A Y F I S, and uh, I know they have a, a Facebook page. Um, I, I, I'm assuming it's Crayfish app. 
Uh, but on Twitter, they are at Crayfish App, and you can follow them and, and get updates there. Um, and if you search for Crayfish App, I believe it's crayfishapp.com, uh, and I will try and uh, bring that up right now. Uh, lovely, can't bring up the server. Nope, I don't know what it is. But uh, if you if you search for Crayfish, it should uh, it should bring up the app and uh, crayfish.io. That is where you can turn turn your or you can sign up to be a a beta tester of the app. I'm excited about this. This is really cool, especially learning from Mark uh, that it works when your phone is charging because, you know what, I like to leave my phone on the charger as much as possible. So that, that, that is, uh, you know, that's, that's maximum uh, uh, exposure time. Uh, as soon as they release this, I'm going to download it, uh, and, and every chance I get to charge my phone in that first week, it, you better believe it's going to be on a charger. Yeah, I, I just I I love this idea. I certainly hope it works. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 down. All right, how 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 about you, Doc? You gonna get this sure. app when it comes out? All right. Sure. I think we've got. Cons- what, well, I just want to know what, what I'm, I've got the same question is what will it do to the battery? Yeah, but if it only works when it's charging. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I think the battery will continue to charge <laughs> but you know how they say things about you know when you use things when they char- when they, things are charging and can you decrease the battery capacity to charge it's like the way you gotta let things die and then recharge them in order to maintain the life of the battery that's true with some battery technologies I don't believe that's the case with uh, uh, oh gosh what a what are, what are they even using today? Uh, I think it's a variation of uh, lithium ion, but I'm not sure. No, because they would explode in planes. Uh, it's not nickel metal hydride. I don't remember. Maybe it is lithium ion. Uh, batteries are confusing. <laughs> the technology is constantly improving. It's hard to tell, or it, it's it's hard to remember what uh, what. Uh, uh, molecules are are going into the current battery technologies. But, uh, I still say, give me a thicker phone with a battery that can last a week. I just want a phone that doesn't go flying out of my pocket. I, I seriously, what you can get, what I, you can get, you get like this. It's this keychain apparatus. Maybe you've seen it. Sometimes janitors use it for keys, and you can attach that to your phone. I wouldn't suggest a magnet. Find a different uh, apparatus. But when your phone comes out of your pocket and you let it go, it just goes zip right back to your waist. You're referring to a key fob. <laughs> I would buy a key It would be very stylish. It would be very stylish. That uh, that could work. I mean, as a joke, but now I want one. I'm I'm thinking maybe like a you can get like um those uh 3M command strips and everything. You know, you you could probably uh uh, use that adhesive, you know, to to connect it to the back of your phone. Because one thing I won't do, I won't put a case on my phone. As you know, (laughs) I mean, I've I've been uh, walking around caseless for a while too, because because. I too like to live dangerously, 
Um, and I'm paranoid every time I touch my phone and I'm like, there's no case on this. Oh, I, it's funny. Sometimes I'll be in my office and you'll just hear this clunk. And then when my coworkers, yeah, he, he, he just, your phone. All right. Like he knows the sound of my phone falling out of my pocket. (laughs) And it's just because I'm kicking my feet up on the desk and I'm lean, leaning back and I've got my Dodgers hoodie on and, and I've just shifted just enough. It's taken just enough of the, 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 the pressure out of the way and then zoop, right out this slippery little bastard. And then, and then, you know, sometimes if I'm, if, if uh, uh, it doesn't happen very often when I'm standing, but every once in a while I'll knock it out of my pocket and that's the one that really sucks because you got the earbuds in and it takes the fall and it's not just the the short little you know little fall from uh leaning back in 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 your desk chair to the ground that's just long enough for the phone to hit the ground and not fully extend the earphone cable but no 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 when you're standing and that phone falls it yanks on those freaking earbuds and oh, i hate that feeling or, I or do too. No. Is, isn't it the worst when like you're walking around and you got your earbuds in and then all of a sudden it gets you know like the cable gets hooked on a on, on like a door handle or or uh you're going through the kitchen and and it gets hooked on the handles you know oh i hate that absolutely it, hate that the only thing you got to worry about is when your phone falls on the floor. Don't shoot straight back with your chair with the wheels on it. I've <laughs> seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Wow. It's like, oh, something fell on the floor. Wheels straight back, eh? I've also seen a phone run over with a forklift. Still worked. Couldn't see shit on the screen, but the screen did work. <laughs> I've seen a, 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 a phone you know, fly for a three-point shot into a toilet. Yeah, you know, I mean, that one. <laughs> oh my! How life. do so many people drop their phones in toilets? What are people doing around uncovered toilets that uh, results in them in the, the not, dropping them? Uh, to be fair, I've I've learned this one. <clears throat> this is something that happens to skinny people. Uh, whenever it's happened to me. I have enough girth that my phone redirects onto the floor and not into the toilet. Okay, first of all, you should not be like sitting full upright and playing with your phone on the toilet. Now, Why not? Doc, I don't think you were listening to the program at the at the time that I shared this story, but but um, my my lovely phone has has taken a dunk, and the reason why there was an uncovered toilet is because I had just cleaned it. I had the perfect conditions for dunking your phone. I had just finished cleaning it. I was, uh, and I realized I was making myself late to work. I started moving a little bit faster than normal um, because, you know, when you're late for work, you start rushing, you make some mistakes. I had my phone in my back pocket. I did not have my earphones uh, connected at at, at that time. And uh, I believe it was uh my toothbrush and toothpaste that i was putting away and i had spun to you know i i i i i dashed over to the counter grabbed them and spun to get to the medicine cabinet to put them in there and 
uh, it was like one smooth motion. I'm about to to exit the the bathroom, and I just as I'm spinning, I see my phone go flying and dunk right, just perfect three point shot into the toilet I had just cleaned. It was amazing. Now, knowing what I know about you, I gotta ask a question because th- this is how I am. Are you like me? I could leave my house. 20 minutes later than I do and still be at to work with ample time. And I am still panicky and in a rush. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, um, okay. I, Fine then. I've gotten to the point where I have given up on, on, on trying to be at work at the exact moment because, well, you know, I've got, I, I've got a good gig going with work. Um, you know, I'm top dog on the team. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, in just a little over a month, I'll be talking about how I've been with the company for nine years. I don't see that changing in 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 that time. Uh, it's a very long time for someone in the tech field to be with a company. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a lot of leeway. And 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 so showing up five minutes late, no one says anything to me ever. So um, I just accept the fact that that there are days where I will make it early. There are days where I will make it perfectly on time. And there are days when I am late and no one seems to notice or care one way or the other unless I am late for a meeting. And if I'm late for a meeting, I'm already on the phone with my boss, uh, <laughs> telling him exactly why I'm going to be late. And I no longer have that excuse because it used to be traffic. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm only 10 minutes away from the office. So, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, so th- things are changing. I'm still figuring out the perfect time to, to leave the apartment. But it's looking at, um, yeah, it's looking... Yeah, just just leave fifteen minutes before I need to be there. I'll end up being early. Doesn't always happen. I'm I'm amazed. I'm this close, and I still find ways to be late. Yeah, Th- this morning I was three minutes late because I decided no, I really do need to have my coffee here, even though I'm, I'm 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 oh, pushing yeah. the cat. The cat even ground it for me. You know, he he shaved a few minutes off, but no, I decided no, I need to have my coffee. Uh, oh yeah not your starbucks your no, coffee no no no. i needed to have my coffee and so yeah uh brewed it i'm not gonna lie to you ever since jim left i've been thinking about going back to that starbucks place you hey if you should you should i had starbucks you put sugar in it this time and not honey ah, so no yeah. honey for you no <laughs> She's already in bed. Ah, bummer. No, seriously, I did. I did actually just have some Starbucks today. Um, uh, I, I I had an appointment uh, earlier today, and uh, I made a Target run, and the the Target uh, over by my uh, uh, appointment. Um, I'm particularly fond of the Starbucks that is is in there. It's 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 a Starbucks inside of a Target. You know, I can I can get a lovely uh, chai latte while I'm running around the store. Um, and, and our, our Target had a Starbucks in it, 
and then our target closed. And it's really sad because you know how Target has like the big red balls outside all lined up. Yep. Ours are just kind of rolled into the corner of the pa- of the mall parking lot in Aww. like this group, and it's like the saddest red balls you've ever seen. Like it just. I now would you rather have? I'm red trying balls? not to take it there, but would you rather I'm have red guy. balls or blue balls? Oh, uh, blue balls are easier to fix. <laughs> red balls require hospitalization and then yes. thirty two stitches. And at least some kind of cream or ointment. <laughs> and you don't let it touch it for about a month. And you have to notify everyone cool. you've ever been with. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> why did I even take it there in the first place? <laughs> he, he, he's like, you don't know us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the, see, that's the problem. You guys are my friends. It's, it's, it's so easy for this crap to come up on, uh, you know, on the conversation. Like, sometimes I forget I'm even, like, recording and that it's streaming out. You know, it's, uh, that's what I love. That's what I love about this. every time I hear the word balls. <laughs> awesome. And I think that's going to do it for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Charlene's no longer with us, but thanks for joining us, Charlene. Doc, Mark, and Johnny, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Uh, you, you guys have been great. Have a, have a great night. See ya. See ya. All righty, there we go. All right, it looks like, uh, yeah, we've had some, some, some tweets come in as well. So uh, uh, thank you to to johnny thank you to doc thank you to that fracking cat thank you jessica and thank you jose ruiz uh let's see the most recent one uh jose says i owned two over phone or i owned two over four years going back to samsung uh i seem to have lost track of the context on that one isn't that how it always works out oh yeah wow i i wasn't sure if i was going to do a show tonight and now now look at this it's it's been an hour and 40 minutes um if you subtract out the promos at the beginning wow Alrighty. and hey i still got oh and now i know why i'm still talking i gotta go back to work no one of our apps failed the security review and it's my fault so i have to fix it uh, i thought i got that bug taken care of but but no no i did not already well uh, poop <laughs> that's gonna do it for our broadcast day uh, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with two new uh, citizen panels for you starting at 9.30 p.m. with Damian Chaplin and The Exchange and at 10 p.m. Eastern, Alex Bendis Ramble. It is uh, unclear whether or not uh, Revelstoke Jim will be joining us for Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Western. Uh, we'll see. I certainly hope he'll be around, but I, I will understand if he's not. I, myself, will be back on Tuesday at midnight Eastern here on GabNet, a tune-in partner. Thanks for joining me.